we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for January 28th, 2019. And just before I get into the next part, there's um, just more breaking news. This is on Breibart. And they're basically, I mean, this whole thing about Trump, he is being portrayed increasingly, and he's his own worst enemy, as being gelded, essentially. Though House Speaker Nancy Pelosi did not spike the football on Friday after President Trump's agreed to reopen the government on her terms, resistance activists gloated, mocking Trump for the art of the cave, meaning he caved in, he, he had like the art of the deal or whatever, I don't know whatever that book he wrote. This was the art of the cave and uh, declaring that Pelosi, and they also declared that Pelosi dog walked Trump. I mean, he's just being openly mocked now. And he's not doing anything to help his own cause. Then the other most popular story is that Jerome Corsley will be happy to testify against Roger Stone. I mean, he's a traitorous drunk devil that is is just basically going to do anything he has to do to save his own butt from what I can see. Drum Corsi. So, he's going to be happy to testify against Roger Trump. Or, I mean, I'm sorry, Roger Stone. Which, then, they're going to go after InfoWars. I'm just saying, this is where the, this progression is that I'm seeing here. And I'm just seeing nothing to stop it. I'm seeing... Nothing that's going to get in the way of this at this point, other than if God intervenes or somebody finally grows a backbone in some type of position to stop this. So, next report, DHS employee lived through the hell of 5G, horrifying testimony. And this just, this really shows you how wicked and evil our government is, how sick and twisted they are. Patriot Dana Ashley did an exclusive interview with the DHS insider who lived through the 5G nightmare already. The DHS source worked next to a machine using the exact same frequencies we will be exposed to when the 5G cell phone technology is rolled out. She lived through the 5G nightmare and tells exactly what happened to her and her co-workers. This is just unbelievable. Uh, I do apologize though. This audio on this is not the greatest. It's not my fault. It's the lady that didn't have i guess a microphone or whatever a proper microphone to record it you will be able to hear it though but it's worth even though it's not perfect audio it's worth hearing because it's just unbelievable what they got planned they they beta test and they'll typically beta test on their own employees their own federal employees first and that's what they that's what they're doing here uh this report says please tweet this story to president trump like he's going to do anything you know, right now, I mean, he's been at the very zenith spear tip of wanting to roll out 5G. The absolute no resistance. Let's get this going. Money, 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 money. Jobs, jobs, money, money. We're all going to die, essentially, from the health effects. And I'm, I'm saying that um, over dramatizing things. But there's going to be a ton of people that are, we're all going to be affected by this in a horrifically negative way. And Trump's right at the spear tip of that. Share this everywhere throughout all, all social networks. Somebody in Trump's office needs to be fired for telling this brave woman to get treatment for drug addiction instead of looking into the 5G problem because that's what they told her when she went to Trump. 
get the word out to patriots everywhere you know okay so i'm gonna go ahead and roll this video is that perhaps it's possible that these employees have a very good reason to stay home perhaps they truly are sicker than other government employees who are coming to work without pay and for them it's just not worth it what they will never tell you on the news is that these dhs employees are being experimented on they will never tell you that the machines that they stand next to day in and day out are not only millimeter wave machines but that these are using the same frequencies that are in the soon to come to a light post near you 5g spectrum you know it is rare to find a government agent understandably who is willing to come and speak out about this and put their neck on the line in this way and through my talks with her I learned that DHS employees training materials are shredded at the end of each day and that there is a very intact almost bully-like political system from within the culture that keeps people very much in line and not asking questions. So the woman you'll hear today will remain anonymous but she is still an incredible example of courage as she is putting the concern of herself after her concern for her fellow man. She said in hopes of letting the other people that work around these machines know what may be happening to them, as well as to let all of us know what the quickly closing in future of 5G may bring. And guys, I, last note here, I'm really sorry about the sound quality during the interview. I have since then invested in a proper mic, thanks to your support, um, but I hope it's not too distracting and that you can hear it just fine. So, enjoy. So I'd like to finally say before introducing our anonymous guest that there have been many people who are in her position who do take the time to write emails to verify these claims, but very few are willing to personally speak out and share details in an interview such as this. So for that, we owe her our gratitude, and I would ask that we also offer her our prayers for her continued protection. So. Thanks for joining us, sister. Thank you for your courage and your heart to help others through this warning. Glad to be here, Dana. So I'd like to start by giving a little background so you know folks know what kind of person that you are prior to this position with the DHS. You had earned a master's degree in a professional field, but it was due to the bad economy that you felt you needed to take this job in part for the health benefits that it offered. Is that correct? That's correct. And for the benefit of those who don't realize what 5G is, just so you know, it's just a name. How ironic that she would take the job for the health benefits she would get from an insurance standpoint and then to have happen to her what we're going to see happen to her and her coworkers. It's The irony is just off the scale. Generation. But what it means is that there's a brand new set of frequencies within the electromagnetic radiation field. These are frequencies that humans have not been exposed to prior to this. Now, if you have seen my last video on the other fields in the EMF spectrum, cell towers, cell phones, Wi-Fi, you know I proved beyond a shadow of the doubt that these fields are already impacting health and biology in incomprehensible levels. Check that video out if you haven't seen that. But... Now the 5G fields will be a completely new group unleashed on human beings. So 5G is just really a nickname, but in truth, these are millimeter waves. They don't travel as far as non-ionic radiation from Wi-Fi does, 
which is why they want to put them on every few light posts or posts that are in each and every one of our neighborhoods in America. They have kept the frequencies that they plan on using in 5G very close to their chest. The people who know about these things claim that they even they aren't sure which frequencies are being used. But we do know that 5G or millimeter wave machines are already being used in airports. And after talking to this courageous woman, it seems to me that they are studying their impacts of 5G on our very own Americans who have taken these positions and are being exposed to these frequencies day in and day out. So you work in an airport that utilized a machine that used these millimeter waves. And you told me before that whenever you took this job, you had, in fact, just taken out a health policy, a $100,000 insurance policy on yourself, and you were deemed perfectly healthy and normal. Tell us what happened. The two years that you were not around the machines, you were fine. But after they put these machines in, how long did it take to start feeling effects, and what were the first effects that you felt? I first started to feel extreme fatigue and brain fog. Um... I was also very dizzy at times. Um, I would question my coordination, balance, perception. That was the first uh, symptoms that I really started to notice. Coordination, tingling, dizzy, almost like wanting to faint. Oh, right. You mentioned joint pain? Um, yes, the joint pain came later on. So talk about those symptoms later on. So we're talking about maybe 18 months after being around the machines, right? Yes. Um, I continued to work, even though it was very difficult. I continued to work, and I took, like, over-the-counter pain-type medication to leave my symptoms while working an eight-hour day. I knew something was going on with my brain and my nervous system. So I decided to see a neurologist. I did this on my own without going to see a primary care doctor first. Right. And you shared with me, too, that you had many co-workers there that were in similar positions to you in proximity to the machines, and that you saw, did you say 28 of them come down with cancer or autoimmune system or die? Is that true? That's correct. Over time, I, I just started to really pay attention to what others were saying and you know I would listen to what they were saying many of my co-workers would get their uh, chemo treatments and come to work yeah. um, after having their chemo treatments which you know so I, 28 of her co-workers died that she knew now who knows how many died overall no red flags here and it was getting so bad that you know they get their chemo treatments their their uh, poison unbelievably high-level poisons injected into them or the IV drips or whatever they use for chemo. And then they would come to work and then get more of the, because the 5G had caused the cancer. So they got to go get the medical treatment for it, which is equally as destructive. I mean, this is beyond insanity, what we're dealing with here. They went through chemotherapy. They would realize it was very difficult to do that. It puts a really hard strain on your body. But they were afraid to call off work. They were afraid to use their entitled FMLA. 
And um, I know a lot of people really struggle through this. You, you talked about a, a supervisor to you that actually wasn't even slated to be next to the machines, but when people took breaks, she filled in for them. Tell me about the experience that you saw with her on her final day. She did it because we were short-staffed. So they could take their breaks in the morning and the afternoon and also their lunches. So um, she went out of her way to make our job more pleasant and give us the breaks that we needed on time. And uh, I know she was complaining of a lot of headaches. Yeah. And, and I could see in her eyes that she was really suffering. The one day at work, she collapsed. And the paramedics came and took her right away to the hospital. And the end result was she ended up passing from, I believe, what it had to do with the, the exposure to, the overexposure to the millimeter wave. You'd mentioned something that uh, was really struck with me that I just thought, wow, this is what has given me the feeling that these employees are being utilized to experiment with these millimeter waves was that you contacted her family member and tell us what, what this family member said to you. Um, that the government took her body for an autopsy. Wow. And the results from the autopsy were inconclusive. Okay, oh. so if you didn't hear that, the government basically stole her body to do the autopsy. And the autopsy results were inconclusive, of course, so that nobody could be blamed for anything. They're doing this by design on purpose, and they're beta testing it on their own government employees in the Department of Homeland Security and other agencies first. Because they want to see what kind of kill rate and what kind of sickness rate they're going to get when they unleash this on us. Of course, of course. One point, you also mentioned that was amazing that during your training... Um, you were told not to wear any type of dosimeter, which is a device that measures radio frequency. So they told you this in training? Yes. So what did they tell you would happen if you were this if they if you were caught with one of these devices that measures these frequencies? We would be terminated if we were caught wearing any type of RF dosimeter device. So they have no right at all to know how much of a lethal dosage they're getting. We are we are gonna we're gonna fire you if you we if we find that you got one of these dosimeters on you, and you'll be terminated because you have no right to know um, how much radiation you're being exposed to. I mean that that seems fair fair to me, right? Fired immediately. Yes. But at one point they brought these devices in and one group was allowed to wear them and one was not is that correct there are um, select chosen people to wear the uh, RF decimeters I'm not actually sure what type of decimeter it was because as far as I know there is no um, technology available as of yet that would give an accurate measurement of the millimeter wave spectrum but if this machine is what we now know that it is, it is created by, this was the ADD2 machine? Yes. So that's created by a subdivision of Lockheed Martin, right? That's correct. 
So before we get into this next part, I really wanted to quickly introduce the company that produced these machines, L3 Technologies. I'll take a moment to read right off of Wikipedia what they are admittedly doing. L3 is an American company that supplies C3ISR. C3ISR is Command, Control, Communications, Intelligence, Surveillance, and Recognizance systems and their products. Its customers include the Department of Defense, Department of Homeland Security, the U.S. government intelligence agencies, NASA, aerospace contractors, as well as commercial telecom and wireless customers. So simply perusing through their website, you can see how they have already provided surveillance and weaponry not only to military, but to your local law enforcement. So I don't know. I mean, I'm speculating now, but I would think that if they made the machine, then and if indeed they were testing this, uh, the impacts of this, then they probably do have the ability to measure the machines. But regardless, these people, were you chosen to wear the, the machine, the decimeter? No, I was not. And so they, how long did they let them have them on? I would say it was between two to three months. How do you know that's what it was? Because I remember them talking about testing and certain people were wearing the badges to measure their exposure. These were small, little, how big were they? Do you, did you see? About the size of a nickel. Oh, wow. That's incredible. So when you finally did take your leave, what was your health like for those next six months? Um, it was terrible. I had to have assistance in the shower and also... Uh, She's the restroom. It was a very difficult time period of my life. It, it just turned my world upside down. I spent most of my time in bed um, trying to figure out exactly what just happened to me. Right. Because it, it just was so surprising, you know, that my health would decline so quickly. I was in major, major pain. I mean, on a scale of 1 to 10, I was a 12. Right. Wow. And thankfully, and you had your was, husband, right? Exactly. If I was alone, I would have never made it because the pain. First, the doctor put me on fentanyl, and I was scared of it. So I had him switch me to a time-release morphine and, and um, oxycodone. I could still feel it through that. Wow. The pain was just unbelievable. And I thought it was from the neurological disease I was diagnosed with. It wasn't until later when the burns actually lifted to the surface of my skin, I started to urinate skin tissue and had blood in my urine. And I knew at that point I was burned. From the inside. I was burned from the inside out. And so the parts of your body that had... She had been microwaved. Because that's what these millimeter waves basically are. It's like a microwave. So she'd been cooked from the inside out. That finally, through bed rest and, he and time off, were able to come to the surface. Those coincided with the side of your body that was closer to the machine? That's correct. Wow. 
So forgive me, but I just wanted to add a couple things that this DHS employee shared with me during our preliminary phone call. I found in my notes, but unfortunately got skipped over during the interview. Happens sometimes. But anyway, I'm sharing them now in addition to this because they're very important as they have to do with the symptoms of 5G. I just want to do a very thorough job in warning you all what 5G may bring so that you can know how to identify this for what it really is. And you can decide if you want to believe me or not. She did say that during her initial phases of being dizzy and having lack of concentration, she also said that nosebleeds came from nowhere and that during her later symptoms with the extreme fatigue and all of her joint pain, fibromyalgia type stuff, she also mentioned that she had fainting spells and dizziness to the point of even having mild seizures. She also experienced teeth loosening, which I actually also came across with the targeted individuals who are dealing with microwaves. So that adds up in other ways as well. And lastly, her severe pain in her extremities turned into complete numbness in her legs, arms, and hands, which is what prevented her from driving or walking unassisted that she mentioned earlier. Now, as for her coworkers, again, that she saw firsthand 28 coworkers who either died or diagnosed with cancer or a very severe autoimmune disease. She said these cancers happened in all ages, even the young. They included, but they were not limited to, uterine, breast, and colon cancers. One person she mentioned even got lung cancer who had never smoked. She also saw multiple people collapse at work and she heard of multiple miscarriages of women who were working next to these machines. So, so sad. So once you realize that this was indeed a result of being next to these weapons, that's what I'm going to call them because that's, that's what they are. Uh, <laughs> once you discovered that indeed that was actually the, the issue, you became, well, I want to first say, you had an incredible, absolutely miraculous healing experience that I want to cover in a separate video because it's an entirely different perspective of this. But once you were able to be on your feet and start researching and you found out that the ATD2 was created by a division of Lockheed Martin and you began to seek legal counsel, at first they thought that they could represent you, but then they said they could not. And why was that? I never did get a straight answer. Well, other than what I felt that it was military equipment and um, that that was that was it. Right. So you became on fire uh, metaphorically as well because you were driven to let people know what was happening. Because as an American who believes in your country you thought, well, my goodness, our members of Congress and our president need to know about this. And so you talked to me about writing to every member of Congress. And although some wrote back, it never really went anywhere. But tell us about the letter to President Trump and his response. I wrote a letter to President Trump explaining to him um, my experience as far as what I went through and my concerns and the amount of suffering and loss, financial loss, uh, loss of my future, you know, as far as a career. Pension? Uh, said your pension? Everything. Right. And uh, I was in shock when I received a letter back from one of his staffers, pretty much stating that I had a drug problem and that I needed counseling. 
I was, I was just really, really shocked because I was in so much pain. And he's... Now, the, she's showing... The video is really good because it's showing a lot of confirmatory evidence in the background. And this one says, Trump administration plans a bold, coordinated, deregula deregulatory agenda with regard to 5G. I mean, he's done everything he could do to get this on track and grease the skids for this. So again, are, is it just that Trump is, you know, ignorant of this? Or has he just been all part of it all along? And this has just been coordinated, you know. That's, that's the question at this point. Where medications prescribed by a neurologist. Right. Wow. <laughs> so it made me very angry. And at that point, I'm like, I'm going to show him, you know. So <laughs> I stopped taking everything, all my pills, all my medicine. I, I gradually weaned myself. I was determined. Wow, but you were in incredible pain, and you were still feeling the pain even through those medications, and of enough sound mind to write these letters. You said that that they also mentioned in the response from uh, Trump's office to an address of where you should check yourself in? Yes. It was an address not too far from my house. So so they, and what, what kind of facility was this they told you you should check yourself in to? Um, it was like a drug addict treatment center. <laughs> wow. Unbelievable. I was totally insulted by it. As well you should be, sister. So with this next little statement I'm going to make, I'm going to risk losing some of you, but I have to say it's going to be worth it because what I keep seeing and why that the elites are so successful against us is that they have us pinned against each other rather than praying against them as we should be. This is not to be political. It is to be anti- And this is why I post those prayer points uh, with all the, the um, audios that I'm, I'm releasing now to pray against this wickedness and specific points regarding the prayer against this because i've said before you know democrats republicans two same sides of the same wicked coin now obviously republicans stand for the supposed you know conservative values and i'm not saying every single politician is wicked evil and corrupt but i do believe the vast majority of them are the democrats are just it's just overt at this point it's just so in your face what their agenda is political see as an example in march of 2018 trump signed into law a bill 1.3 trillion dollar spending bill that included measures to speed up the deployment of 5g 600 million of which would be used to ensure that 5g is not only in the cities but in the rural areas as well mm -hmm. without fail so there's no escape so here's a suggestion for you why don't you take that money put a fat down payment on your wall, stick your 5G where the sun don't shine, and then you can let everyone go back to work. You know why that's not going to happen? Because that is not why Trump is in office. See, they want you guys all fighting about a wall whose purpose is more likely to keep you in when the stuff hits the fan. So we aren't looking at them instead. Here's a real news flash. If it's on the news and it's causing you to hate a fellow American of any label, right, left, purple, blue, you lose, and they win. Why is that? Because if you have hate towards your fellow brother, you have murdered him already. Now that's according to Jesus, not Trump. And 
they also win because, again, you aren't paying attention to the things that matter, like 5G, that's going to take away your capacity to think. So this is not said to keep you from praying for your leaders. Absolutely, please don't stop doing that. You should be praying for your enemies too, like Jesus said. But I believe it's a scripture in Corinthians that said that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Okay, you had at this point... Now to clarify that verse that she brought up, the Bible says in 1 John three fourteen, we know that we have passed from death into life because we love the brethren. Okay, that's fellow Christians. Just to be, let's give a lot of clarity. I'm not saying we should be walking around with hatred in our heart. Okay, I do hate evil though. And I do hate the wicked agenda. And it's very, very hard as a Christian in today's day and age to just go around and see wicked devils like Nancy Pelosi and Hillary Clinton and that literally butcher little children to just have love for them. Okay, so let's have a little bit of clarity on that. Um, the Bible says that God hates the wicked. Okay, so I think we need to clarify that a little bit to have some biblical balance to understand that righteous indignation is an attribute of God. And yes, it is something where we shouldn't be walking around wringing our hands in, in hatred and all of these things. But um this verse specifically, if you look at the specific context, she's actually, she's acting like everybody in humanity is our brother. Nancy Pelosi is not my brother or sister in Christ. That is a vessel of Satan. Hillary Clinton is a vessel of Satan. They, you know, the wicked go astray from the womb. They speak lies as soon as they be born. They're vessels of wrath fitted, prepared ahead of time for God's destruction. So I just wanted to give a little clarification context to that verse as well um and this is specifically in regard to your brethren christian brethren he that loveth not his brethren abideth in death whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer the brethren other christians and you know that no murderer hath eternal life abide in him that was the the verse that she cited there it's a great verse it's just that i think she should have clarified the context a little bit better figured out the cause you were slowly getting yourself back to function. I guess I would want to mention the other thing that happened to you as you began to research these machines. Why don't you want to? You know what I'm referring to. Why don't you mention a little bit about that? Well, while I was researching these military documents regarding the millimeter wave technology, um, on two separate occasions, I was targeted. If anyone does not know what a targeted individual is, um, it's very real. It's a targeted individual. It's a TI. I've got, you know, several listeners that are TIs. They're basically, you walk out the door and they're, they're there waiting for you. You know, to harass you all day and to follow you around and to hit you with directed energy weapons and just to try to make your life as miserable as possible. There's a lot of people that are increasingly starting to live like this. And the government literally has people out there and they're assigned to these people for one reason or another to just harass them and to hit them with directed energy weapons and to make sure they get fired from their jobs and just to turn their life into pure misery. And this goes on and particularly anybody that is in a position that is causing the government any kind of trouble, they tend to be higher on the priority list. It is happening to citizens, uh, regular citizens. It could 
what did that feel um, like? Um, I did do a video about this, so some of my most of my listeners will be familiar if they look at the Nick Cruz video on TIs. But uh, explain exactly what happened to you in your home. I was laying on the couch, and all of a sudden, I started to feel extreme heat, and it was a different kind of heat. It was like I felt like I was an ant under a. Uh, magnifying glass in the sun wow. and it was two separate occasions and uh, they're showing the government documents where it says this wave penetrates the skin to 1 64th of an inch causing a similar feeling to like being on fire and they they're using it in in battle applications but they're using it on our, on our citizenry as well if you're a targeted individual or if you've done something they're this is what they're doing now uh, it was very, very, very painful. On top of the pain I was already in. <laughs> right. They're doing everything they can to prevent us from educating ourselves on this. And again, I just want to applaud you for your courage. They're showing this in action. They're literally doing it on military. And they're showing the reaction of the people that they're doing it on from a distance. This is not something they're trying to... Just like they've, they've shown us they have directed energy weapons that can incinerate stuff on the ground and they're using that to cause all the directed energy weapon fires like in paradise california and in california and louisiana and these types of places uh, they've got this technology and they are using it even having been through that you're still willing to come out because of your love of your fellow man which is what jesus told us to do we're not seeing many people that are walking in the walk so again i just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for sharing your story with us. And, um, you know, I don't want to just end it on such a down note, but I do want to get this message out so that when the 5G comes live, and of course I encourage everyone to do what they can to fight it on a local level, but I, I have to tell you I'm, I've, I've seen the power they're taking away from the local uh, communities to be able to resist this, and Trump's administration is moving this forward so that it goes forward without a hitch and as quickly as possible all in the name of improving the economy of course and more jobs and all these things but at the price of what i just wanted to ha let people have an idea of the symptomology so that when this does begin to happen to people they can understand this is not some you know illness x that they're going to have a vaccine for you need to go out and get that is not going to be the solution in fact it'll most likely make things much worse and of course, it's going to affect everyone differently because we each have our unique thumbprint with our own DNA. So it, it depends on one's DNA as far as how this will develop over time. The non-ionizing radiation will impact each of us differently because of the different genetic weaknesses each of us have. So like all of the people that you were working with came down with different various cancers, different various autoimmune issues. In fact, it's it's a matter of radiation. And we know that x-rays are something that build up over time. And now the canaries in the coal mine, such as you and others, I mean, you aren't really a canary in the coal mine. You were hit up close and center. But there are people... Uh, class and personal. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, but we do know that it accumulates in the body. And so they know that the tipping point will come if we don't take protective measures against it. And so, again, if you haven't seen my video, 
Wi-Fi wireless warfare video. Please check that out, at least the second half of it, to look at how it can impact your children and yourself and the people you love. And at the end, it talks about a lot of solutions to prevent this because the less we have coming at us now that is accumulating, the, the slower that tipping point will be to come for the They're rest of us. showing a uh, RF blocking shield uh, canopy, which I highly recommend. Protecting sleep is the most important. Body is damaged by frequencies at night. Well, they're inter when, you, when you're interfering with the sleep, you're really interfering with the repair mechanism of the body and so many other things, your metabolism and things of this nature. So, yeah, that's a big one. So a couple of the things that you mentioned that helped you get through this were actually Epsom salt baths. And these are some of the things yeah. I definitely am going to be doing some videos. Epsom salt baths are great, which is just basically magnesium. And they're also using baking soda. Tells you how to make it here. Uh, let's see, quarter teaspoon, uh, two times a day of the mineral boron. Uh, they're saying that you get it from the twenty mule box borax. Uh, I'm a little leery to tell somebody to do that right out of the borax box. Uh, you know, I'm just, I'm, it's, it's like detergent, you know. Anyway, um. Yeah, that but that, that those are those are good remedies though, what they're what they're saying here. But you you really need to kind of watch the video and watch it in order to get all the things that they're saying here. Because I really want to help people to keep their body clean and not let this radiation build up. But you also mentioned selenium, magnesium, B six, and iodide, Lugol's iodide, I've heard, you know, that's what we're supposed to take when we get radiation exposure. Is that all correct, what I just said? And are there any other things you want to add to that? Um, that's correct. And also, you know, I was very... And just so you know, I do carry almost all those products that they talked about there, essentially. Um, I Boron, selenium, the iodine, all those are, are ones that I carry. And if you do get anything through us, you're supporting the ministry just email me at the contact you can click on the little contact button at contendingfortruth.com if you want to know more about any of that it's just about how i would use my cell phone i would not hold it up to my head i would put it on speaker i made you know the efforts to unplug my wi-fi there's also i got one um i don't i don't have a cell phone or a smartphone but you can buy these for uh, smartphones and it's a shielding thing where you actually can even talk on it while it's shielded so that's something you might want to consider as well I, probably id stronghold i think is the one that makes them but you could just search like amazon or whatever and i'm sure you'd find them i would wear protective clothing when i would go out i have to make a conscious lifestyle change to be able to recover from this. Absolutely. Yep. So that, these are the kind of things I want people to be doing now before they have these symptoms. So thank you for sharing that with us. Another thing that I just want to throw out there is that it absolutely is interacting with the metals in our bodies. I've used this oh, very oversimplified analogy before, but if you put aluminum in the microwave, sparks fly. And in the same way, we are getting exposure to metals that have no business in our body. Metals like mercury from flu shots, of, the, of which there are very high doses of mercury in flu shots. 
Yeah, this is very Since weird. we already get food at the Globes. We... This is, they did this at the Golden Globes, the flu shot thing, where they had all these people. This is so bizarre and weird and satanic. Sorry, this video is glitching a lot. We thought we'd mix it up and try something new. So roll up your sleeves, Hollywood, because you're all getting flu shots! You know you wore a sleeveless gown for a reason. Hey, shot, 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 shot! Welcome to the bizarre reality that is 2019. And look, if you're an anti-vaxxer, just put a napkin over your head and we'll skip you. Of course, the aluminum that is uh, all around us in our groundwater and our soil that is coming into us in that way. But also a really big one is the amalgam, silver amalgam in our mouths. What you're seeing is mercury vapor coming off a 25-year-old silver amalgam filling in an extracted tooth. The background is a phosphorescent screen. The mercury vapor absorbs the fluorescent light, and you can see it as a shadow. This is mercury coming off a filling that was dipped in water that's the same temperature as the human body. This is a filling. So in other words, you're getting constant mercury exposure from every single mercury filling in your mouth. 24-7, that was like, I don't even say like a 20-year-old filling. So you're getting constant exposure to one of the biggest heavy metal neurotoxins you could possibly be exposed to with any mercury filling in your mouth and then they also push the fluoride too so the dental industry unfortunately is totally um you know pushing this and involved in all of this that was rubbed with a pencil eraser for just a few seconds these are not small amounts of mercury if you can see it it's more than 1000 times higher than the environmental protection agency will allow for the air that we breathe here is the mercury vapor every time you raise the temperature to 110 degrees wow. with hot coffee or warm water. Mercury comes off fillings every time you stimulate You it. can see this coming off in like a smoke form off this tooth. That's an old video that's been around for a long time. But it just really drives home the point that you are getting huge amounts of mercury exposure. It's like a slow release time bomb in your body. And again, it doesn't kill you right away, but over time, you know, uh, it, it can just have horrific, horrific side effects. I mean, this is 50% mercury. It is very important to get these removed. You cannot have them removed. Oh, the dentists keep dying of this deadly lung disease. The CDC can't figure out why. Probably because they're extracting these mercury fillings and they're deadly. And... They're getting the vapors, and unless you do, unless you do these tooth extractions right, and if you're going to get like um, what they call composite fillings, which is what I recommend, which like natural dentistry, you know, in order to do it right, they have to take all these precautions, in order for the patient and the doctor not to be exposed to horrible amounts of these these mercury vapors, and these these are on fillings that might have been in your mouth for 20 years. It's total insanity, but again, this is just one more thing they've done to us to kill us and to take away our health and debilitate us. Just from a normal dentist, there is IAOMT is a group of dentists that know how to remove it properly so that yes. you don't risk greater exposure. IAOMT, just look that up, just dentistry. You can look that up online.
And it shows a dentist here doing this. And he's literally wearing a full NBC nuclear biological chemical gas mask. I mean, I'm talking one that seals the skin. He's in a full hazmat suit doing this procedure. It's the only way it can be done safely. Watch right here. This is a great video because it shows you a lot of things in the background that are how, how these things are done. Rather than less. Are there any other things you wanted to throw in there regarding the metal aspect of things? Yes, fluoride is a neurotoxin, so I make sure that I'm using a reverse. Don't don't cook like with your food on aluminum foil. Don't use aluminum deodorants. A lot of the non-dairy creamers have aluminum in it. A lot of the garbage table salts, almost all the garbage table salts they sell in them, um, or that would come like they would use in you know, most fast foods and wherever you got to eat has aluminum with it. They use it as an what they call an anti-caking agent. It's in non-dairy creamers, it's in salt, it's in pancake mix, uh, unless you're getting the ones that don't have that. Uh, I think the best salts that you can get is like the pink Himalayan um, salt that they mine because it has full spectrum trace minerals and you don't have to worry about the pollution factors. And now she's going through and recommending shower filters and reverse osmosis. Reverse osmosis there's a lot of uh, mixed reviews on whether it can actually get out fluoride because fluoride has the same molecular weight as water and reverse osmosis works on a membrane system that lets water go through and filters out the other contaminants. Well, if the fluoride is the same molecular weight as water, then most likely it's getting through. So I like the big, uh, I'm not saying there's not ways you can do it, but probably the most economical is like either... I like the big Berkey because it has separate fluoride filters and it uses the, those filters aren't really filtering. It uses a medium in there that actually attracts the fluoride as opposed to trying to filter it out, which is just about next to impossible. So I let my water run through like this, just 10 stage little filter I have on the sink. And then I put it through the, the black Berkey black Berkey filter elements, which are like the best they have. And then that then ends up going through the fluoride filters on the bottom of the thing, which is the last step. I think that's a pretty good way to get out, you know, the absolute vast majority of everything in the water for the most economical way that I could really recommend. Because they, they make this stuff, you know, impossible to get out or just about impossible to get out for a reason. Chlor Chlorine is pretty easy to get out. Fluoride is very, very hard. Osmosis water system. Absolutely, and that's I, big. Thank you for saying that. I no longer use regular toothpaste. I just use baking soda to brush my teeth. Yeah, Great. and there's there's all kind of toothpaste out there. Power Smile by Jason, I believe, is one. Uh, they say Tom's of Maine is one, but I don't like using Tom's of Maine because they have both versions, and it's like, why would you make the version with the fluoride? Because you know that's killing people. So I don't even want to give them my money. That Power Smile by Jason's really good. And it, it doesn't have um, the fluoride in it. Yeah, but always check the label, though, too. Make sure you're getting fluoride free, for sure. I, just every little change that I could make to make a difference in the way I would feel, I, I did it. Every little bit adds up. And this is a very subtle spiritual... It's a very huge spiritual... So the, 
she's posting a posting a thing from uh, uh, Dean Burke, PhD, former head of the National Cancer Institute, cytochemistry section, chief chemist emeritus at the U.S. National Institute. And here's his exact quote: "In point of fact, fluoride causes more human cancer death and causes it faster than any other." chemical so how many people have been killed just from fluoride or when you have fluoride and you have chlorine and you have the chemtrails the aluminum and the barium and the all the other things in chemtrails and then the gmos and all the preservatives and all the other garbage they're putting in the food and then the, you know all of that is cumulative and this is why i'm so big on detoxing you know keeping you know the the liver the gallbladder the colon clean, the kidneys, trying to detox your lymph. I mean, just everything you can do to keep your system clean because they're doing everything they can do to toxify us. And when we're, we're toxic, we're much more prone to disease and cancer and you're just going to feel horrible to boot. And that's why I've emphasized that so much over the years. Or, but it, the devil's in the details, as they say. And so everything we can do to remove these metals from our bodies, we're going to decrease our chances of having more EHS sooner later on. Again, sister, I just want to thank you so much for your courage. God bless you. And um, we'll talk to you in the next video about the, the miracle day. And then she says, let's take a moment as a group to pray that these weapons do not prosper against us. And again, that's why I'm posting those prayer points uh, with all my audio teachings now. Too many for me to really cover in prayer, but as a constant reminder and then i try to add things in as they come up or as, as i see other things that we need to pray pray against so okay so we have that now the next report is 5g is the new tobacco on the worldwide slave plantation dr goldberg uh, please come forward we look forward to your testimony in opposition to the legislation if five minutes ma'am please proceed and committee members, thank you very much for the opportunity to speak. I'm okay, so this is Dr. Sharon Goldberg testifies at Michigan's 5G small, I think 5G small cell, uh, Senate Bill 637, and she's a medical doctor, and this is her testimony. Goldberg, I'm an internal medicine physician. I've practiced medicine for 21 years, and my background is mostly academic, internal medicine, hospital-based clinical research and medical education. Um, I am going to skip many of the things I wanted to say because I didn't realize it was only five minutes. Wireless radiation has biological effects, period. This is no longer a subject for debate when you look at PubMed and the peer-reviewed literature. These effects are seen in all life forms, plants, animals, insects, microbes, in humans, we have clear evidence of cancer now. There is no question. Um, we have evidence of DNA damage, cardiomyopathy, which is the precursor of congestive heart failure, neuropsychiatric effects. So 5G is not a conversation about whether or not these biological effects exist. They clearly do. 5G is a conversation about unsustainable healthcare expenditures. Why do I say this? We've been sitting on the evidence for EMR and chronic disease for decades. Um, and now we are seeing all these epidemics appearing. So diabetes is the first epidemic. I think most of you know the statistics. They're very scary. 
One in three American children will become diabetic in their lifetime, and if they're Hispanic females, the number is one in two. Okay. So what does this have to do with wireless radiation? Wireless radiation and other electromagnetic fields, such as magnetic fields and dirty electricity, have been clearly associated with elevated blood sugar and diabetes. That is what the peer-reviewed literature says. It is not opinion. The close I use for that um, a product I have called Glucosynergy and Cytozyme Pan, which stands for pancreas. One is a glandular that targets the pancreas, and the other are the herbs and the trace minerals you need to regulate blood sugar. Now, granted, 5G is a whole other element, but this is why I'm so big on supplementation because at this point, it's becoming where we're just trying to moderate and regulate all the damage that's being done to us by all of these different ways they're trying to kill us and take us out. In diabetes, the problem with that is it sets you up for heart disease, it sets you up for plaque into the arteries, it, it will adversely affect your energy levels, things of this nature. So there's remedies, but the problem is, is they keep introducing more and more technologies and more and more chemicals and things of this nature to take us out. So, uh, but there, there, are, there are good protocols for that. You live to a cell tower, the higher your blood glucose, that is based on hemoglobin A1C measurements. So the idea with small cells of putting the cells closer to people's homes and bedrooms, scientifically, is very dangerous. And from an economic perspective, it's dangerous. And you may not know this, I was shocked to find this out, but the way you create a, a model of diabetes in rats in the lab is by exposing them to 2.4 gigahertz. And this is not for long-term exposure. Um, so I don't have time to talk about the costs, but the huge problem with diabetes really is chronic kidney disease. Um, End-stage renal disease, the worst complication of diabetes, leads to hemodialysis. Hemodialysis is an automatic qualification for Medicare. Um, and if you don't qualify for Medicare, we still have to dialyze the patient. And the state ends up paying in many different instances. So renal failure is 1% of Medicare, but it takes up 7% of all Medicare expenditures. Uh, I don't have time to talk about this anymore, but once again, we have, so the other epidemics that clearly link from the science with electromagnetic radiation are related to mental health. And this is, this is straight from PubMed. This isn't my opinion, this is science, okay? Dr. Cooper, for those of us who aren't physicians, what is PubMed? I'm sorry. It's just the, the, it's our National Library of Medicine. This is where you would go. This is just the peer-reviewed literature. So we have three epidemics that clearly, they're essentially one epidemic. We have deterioration of mental health in the United States. And if you look really at the science, what does it show? And these epidemics are our suicide epidemic, um, epidemics in violent, so shootings, and the opioid epidemic. And I don't have five minutes is not the time to talk about this. This is in the peer-reviewed literature. I have a file to submit for the record. But these are facts. These aren't, and these are things that have just been glossed over by the wireless industry. And I, I really don't have time to talk about them in five minutes. I wish I did. Um, but we need to examine our epidemics in the context of our EMF exposures. What does that mean? That means that 
the CDC tracking these epidemics needs to, we need to start measuring how much radiation are people being exposed to and before we roll out 5G. And this means there are four kinds of electromagnetic fields that we know are harmful to human health. So radio frequency radiation, magnetic fields, dirty electricity, and electric fields, okay? Our exposure, any given person, and all humans are affected by EMFs. Our given exposure has nothing to do with the research that, that my colleagues are going to cite, with the National Toxicology Program. That is an assessment of the risk of one cell phone in the near field, okay? What is our exposure in a, in a day? It's not one cell phone. It's cell phones, it's multiple wireless networks, it's smart meters, it's cell towers. It's this sandwich, and it all adds up. And this is a, this is a serious problem. It's, it's death by a thousand cuts. For occupational health, public safety, and personal safety. And I feel that it's irresponsible to be even talking about the Internet of Things and rolling out a new untested technology when we're not even measuring what are our current exposures from the current networks? Doctor, appreciate your testimony. Would you again provide us with your credentials? You said at the beginning. Yes, I'm an MD. I'm board certified in internal medicine. Um, I've been assistant professor at different medical schools, mostly in New York, most recently the University of Miami. And I got interested in electromagnetic fields after my administrator at the University of Miami gave me a new iPhone. I used it for 20 minutes on speaker and my, my finger was burning at the end of the call. So that was years ago. I started reading about the science and connecting with other scientists. And, and um, really my expertise, I've taken care of a lot of patients with chronic disease. So when I talk about diabetes and for instance, heart failure, that, you know, the, the National Toxicology Program shows clear evidence of cardiomyopathy in that study. In other words, that's a precursor to congestive heart failure. And I want to just read one thing, if you'll allow me. This is from the United States Renal Data System, Healthcare Expenditures for Persons with Chronic Kidney Disease. So over half of the 2015 Medicare spending for beneficiaries aged 65 and older was for those who had diagnoses of CKD, diabetes mellitus, or heart failure. All three of these conditions, when you look as an independent scientist, not someone who's funded by wireless, um, all of those three conditions are linked. So diabetes and heart failure are linked with EMF exposures. They're, it's very clear. Doctor, what are, what are your trained medical professional? Yes. We don't have one on the panel. What are we to make with uh, of the American Cancer Society, for example, telling us there's no evidence of <laughs> of uh, harmful? It's just like going to Satan and asking for their opinion. American Cancer Society. I mean, you know, I could do probably a five part study on all of the wickedness just from that one organization. So, also, she mentioned with the kidneys. Um, Protocol I have, Renal Plus and uh, Cytosine KD. If you had a really bad case, you'd do both products to support and rebuild the kidneys. Product. Well, at this point, there's a there's an interna a national and international 5G appeal. I don't know how many thousands of people have signed. But the point is, is that many of these organizations have conflicts of interest. And 
I can't speak to, I don't know who's on their board, who made these decisions. I, my testimony comes from, I've been reading this literature for years. And really I got interested in it because I spent my career taking care of so many patients who were sick in the hospital that when I found out about the links, I was just shocked. I couldn't believe it. So I've, I've read these articles myself and the experts who don't work for telecom and who are in their independent research, everyone comes to the same conclusion. This isn't, we've, we're not in a place where we should be debating this anymore. This is exactly what happened with tobacco. It's the exact same thing. And really, right now, the only people protecting, the only, the only people who are able to protect Americans are our legislators. Because we don't have any, any relevant um, regulatory guidelines to protect human health. The FCC guidelines were developed for short-term exposures, six minutes, 30 minutes, depending on it's a phone or an outdoor exposure. And they have absolutely no connection to the biological effects that have been very clearly summarized in the bio initiative. Yeah, I mean, what if you live in the city and you're and you're being bombarded with, you know, multiple smart meters all day long and multiple Wi-Fi's and, you know, your own your own smartphone and, and all the the cell phone towers and all the the radio frequencies that you're being and all the dirty electricity in the walls. I mean, there's I'm sure I'm leaving out all kind of stuff. So, there's no studies being done on anything like this long-term exposure that's a, a huge document generated all, all the you know all of the the summaries are there I, I and i've got it here for you if anyone wants to read it i have very concise summaries and abstracts documenting everything that i'm saying so i know there are plenty of people here that are probably rolling their eyes but you know in academic medicine we have a name for what's happening now with 5G. It, this is called, and what has happened with wireless communication, this is called, you know, 5G is an untested application of a technology that we know is harmful. We know it from the science. This is, in, in academics, this is called human subjects research. Human subjects research is very tightly regulated. You can't just roll out some type of a research project on human beings unless a, you have their informed consent, so they understand the risks and benefits, and B, you have the approval. Like someone has actually, you know, examined the literature and said, okay, this research project, we believe that it's safe. There's no evidence in the science to indicate that it would not be safe. We have decades of evidence to show that it is not safe. Thank um, you, Dr. Goldberg. Thank you. And, uh very briefly, if you can, what do you, what's your definite, what do you mean by conflict of interest? I mean that, um, so I've taught, one of the things that I taught in medical school is evidence-based medicine. So teaching medical students and residents how to critically evaluate the literature, the science. And one of the first things that you teach residents is that you always have to look at the funding. So, and, and you can read about it. Marsha Engel, the editor of, of New England Journal, just wrote a great op-ed in the New York Times about, about researchers who are funded by private industry. The results of their research um, are much more likely to support their, the, whatever it is that is being funded. Thank that's, yeah, that's clear. Thank you, Garrett has a question. 
Yeah. Good morning, doctor. Just Good a morning. really quick question. What is the normal RMF that uh, individual could be exposed to? And if these small cells are installed, what is the prediction of how much RMF uh, the human body would experience? And then the second question would be, if we notice, if we know that RMF is a issue, do we limit the amount of exposure um, that um, somebody with uh, cardio issues in the hospitals, whether they're going through a CAT scan or so, are we limiting that because we know that just small cells alone is not the issue? It's you as you talked about earlier, it's the sandwich. So give me the normal levels, what the prediction prediction is um, that the human body would experience moving forward. Well, I'm so glad that you're asking that question, um, and the answer is that. Well, no one, no one's measuring, and and that is the problem. That's the problem, because we have, um, and I, I, the way I think about this is in in, in occupational health perspective. I think about because we people go to work, and we. So, for instance, your exposure will depend on where, like, what you do in a given day. So, if one cell phone causes cancer clear evidence of cancer, DNA damage, heart damage. Well, what happens if you work at an airport? What happens if you work in a stadium where there are 100,000 people coming to watch a football game and everyone's using their phone at the same time? And so the problem is that we have a very, very systematic, clear, empiric way to measure these exposures, and it's a discipline called building biology, and we actually have someone here trained in building biology, and I asked him to bring the meters. If anyone after this meeting is interested, I can, I can show anyone exactly how we measure, okay? But that is the problem, that we don't measure, and there are certain situations relevant to public safety where we really do need to be measuring with firefighters, with airline pilots. Because when you activate uh, microwave radiation inside an enclosed metal space, you get, you get amplification, you have increased power density. So think about it, an airplane, everyone's with their devices, every device is emitting radiation, and the, the, the access point is right next to the cockpit usually. So what does this do to pilots? What does this do to firefighters? We already have uh, a submission to the FCC from Susan Foster about firefighters that were unable to function in the line of duty. This is from 2013, after, uh, after exposure to a cell tower that was put up near their, near their station. And they, they also have two-way communication devices that they wear. So we have to measure these exposures. That is the, the start. And not go ahead and roll out a whole bunch of internet of things with more, like more devices that we're not even measuring what we're exposed to now. Doctor, and thanks for your testimony. Thank you. So that, she did a great job. Uh, God bless her. Uh, and it seemed like they were actually receptive, which they weren't trying to shut her down. So that was that was also very good. Uh, and then the last report, and uh, again, just something to, I need to add this on to the, uh, the prayer list. In fact, I'm going to do that right now before I forget. Yeah, okay, so I just added that on, and this is entitled 20,000 Satellites for 5G to be Launched, Sending Focused Beams of Intense Microwave Radiation Over the Entire Earth. Public Attention... 
About 5G has been focused on the plans of telecom companies to install millions of small cell towers on utility poles, on public school buildings, schools, uh, bus stop shelters, public parks, anywhere they want, anywhere they want in the national parks as well and on federal owned land. As bad as these small cell towers might seem from the standpoint of constant exposure to radio frequency in close proximity to the, to the source, an even more alarming prospect will be the beaming of millimeter wave length microwaves at the Earth from thousands of new communication satellites from space. The FCC gave approval to SpaceX on March 29, 2018 to launch 4,425 satellites into low orbit around the Earth. The total number of satellites that, that is expected to be put in low and high orbit by several companies will be 20,000. I mean, it's just, you know... <laughs> It, it just keeps getting better and better. Uh, 5G will be will use a phased array antenna to shoot beams of radiation at cell phones. These satellites will use the same type of phased array antennas as will be used by the ground-based 5G systems. This means that they will send tightly focused beams of intense microwave radiation at each specific 5G device that is on the Earth, and each device will send a beam of radiation back to the satellite. These beams of radiation will also... Uh, need to be strong enough to pass through walls and human flesh, such, such as the hand or head, to reach the intended destination. This means that if you are in a crowded location, such as an airport or train, there will be hundreds, if not thousands, of invisible beams of radiation flying through the environment at the speed of light. As people move in, in that environment, their bodies will be penetrated by numerous beams of radiation as they walk or as other people walk around them with their 5G smartphones. The effective radiated power of the 5G phased antenna arrays in phones will be 10 times more powerful than the current 5G phones. No one will be free from exposure. In addition, 5G beams of microwave radiation will be received and transmitted from the new computer equipment, household appliances, and automobiles. Stationary equipment such as Wi-Fi hubs and homes and offices will be permitted to use microwave beams that are 15 times stronger than the signals from the 5G phones or 150 times stronger than 4G phones. I mean, this is just total extermination of the planet is what they're, is what they're after here. And Trump's, you know, right on the spear tip of this. Eating his Kentucky Fried Chicken and, and um, GMO food by the, by the bucket. The Colonel's Secret Wet Recipe, baby. As I explained in my previous article, cities do not have the right to say no to 5G. Isn't, isn't that good? They don't have any right. They've got no right. FCC regulations prevent cities from objecting on the basis of health concerns. I mean, literally, where are we at? This is George Orwell. This is Brave New World. This is Nazi Germany. So it doesn't matter what the health concerns are. We have no right. Just like if you get a, vac a vaccine and you die... The family has no right to sue the vaccine company because of the thing. They have the vaccine settlement court, but you can't sue the company personally. Same thing kind of here. It reminds me of that. The FCC regulations prevent cities from objecting on the basis of health concerns. Like the FCC is God or something. And, our, and if it comes to our health, it doesn't matter because it's 5G that trumps Humanity's health, collective health. You can all die. We don't care. 5G is going to get implemented. That's what they're saying. 
They can only speak to issues of aesthetics and the practical matter of placement of equipment. Rot, you fork-tongued devils. Don't tell me what I can and can't do. But there needs to be massive pushback on this. I mean, this is total Satanism. Total satanic kill grid. As I explained in my previous article, cities do not have the right to say no. Uh, they are required to say yes, and they better do it quickly or telecom companies will threaten them with legal action for obstructing their plans. The first two 5G test satellites were launched by SpaceX in February of 2018. Hundreds of other satellites are expected to be launched this year in 2019. And the full set of 20,000 satellites could be put into orbit in the next two years. I don't, again, this is why I think Deagle has the population of the United States being so radically and massively reduced by the year 2024. Because if they're able to implement all of this, I mean, you know, I don't see how humanity can survive this. Now, I understand God is bigger than all this, and that's why I'm doing this study. But I'm saying if they're able to do all of this, I don't see how humanity is able to survive this. Five G is promoted as being the next great wonder in the plan to advance technology to create smart cities where everything and everyone is instantly connected in real time with no lags and no lost signals. Hey, you can be you can be a, a nice uh, corpse in the casket and you'll have that real time instant connectivity aspect. You'll be fresh out of the casket corpse because you'll be dead but at least you'll have that instant connectivity that's all that matters everyone will be irritated with millimeter size non-ionizing radiation 24 7 with complete and with completely unknown health well, we know the health effects we've just already looked at that studies designed to investigate harm from 5g will be completed many years after the 5g systems on the ground and in space are fully implemented at that point, it's very unlikely that the telecom companies would dismantle their si systems, even if it's shown that their technology is causing cancer and other diseases. If you're out of shape or if, or if you need to lose weight or whatever, I highly advise you that you get on the stick and, and make your health a, a, a bigger priority. Because the stuff that they're, if you're, if you're suffering now, when all this stuff kicks in, I can't even imagine how bad it's going to end up being. I mean, I'm saying this to myself as much as anyone else. If you're already compromised and, they, and this kicks in, then I'm not sure how you pull yourself out of that situation unless Jesus Christ himself miraculously heals you. This is what we've got coming at us. in the very, evidently this year to next year, with the roll, the full rollout of 5G and good old Trump backing it 100%. This is the kill grid. And this isn't even talking about the big brother aspects of it, really. This is just talking about the health aspects. Millions, millions of people will suffer from radiation exposure with symptoms such as headaches, weakness, brain fog, impaired ability to learn and reason, chest pain, and numerous other symptoms that will baffle most, con most conventional physicians. 
Today, it is possible to live in a location that has reduced levels of microwave radiation exposure. This is accomplished by choosing a living space that is far away from cell phone towers. However, in the near future, it won't matter where we live because 5G will irritate us wherever we happen to live or work. Yeah, I guess unless you're underground or in a cave. FCC regulations have been structured in such a way that local municipalities cannot stop telecom companies from installing 5G. Like they're God. The FCC is God, evidently. They are specifically prohibited from trying to delay or stop 5G implementation on the basis of health concerns because they don't care about your health. They want you to die. Based on what has been happening around the country, telecom companies are sweeping aside local resistance and gaining approval for their 5G systems in rapid succession. Can this be stopped? As far as I can tell at this point, the only way 5G will be stopped will be by congressional action. Again, could you imagine if, if the like the 501c3 church got a hold of this and mobilized and started praying and fasting and actually going to Congress? But again, they're they're asleep. They're asleep. You know? And I, I think we should pray for them to be woke up, and some of them hopefully will be, but you know, it's it's the remnant that looks like are are gonna be the ones that are uh you know. They're the ones that are praying. They're the ones that most likely are fasting. They're the ones that are probably going to be the ones, I would imagine, that if God is going to protect any part of Christianity, it will be the remnant. You know, he, he always does preserve a remnant. This is just, this is unbelievable. If enough people, so it, there, he's saying it will only be stopped by congressional action, the Congress, the, the corrupt Democratic Congress. That's comforting. If enough people raise a stink with their elected officials, then perhaps 5G could be put on hold while studies are done to examine the true health risks. Telecom investment in 5G has been massive. They're planning full impl implementation on the ground and in space in the next couple of years. The time to object is now and not after hundreds of thousands of people become sick and die. Mm. Wow. And this is, this is not a conspiracy theory. They are doing this now. And you could say, well, your, your ministry is so negative. Well, I am not the source of this information. I am merely relaying this as a watchman is supposed to do. If he sees the sword coming to the city and the watchman do nothing, then their blow will be upon your hands. I'm paraphrasing from Ezekiel. This is happening. This is not my opinion. This is not a conspiracy theory. This is going down. So I would definitely add this. Well, and again, I just added it to the prayer list there as well i'm i'm getting to the point where unless there's there's mass prayer and fasting over these issues i, I don't i don't see things being turned back i i just don't see it i don't see how it's going to happen at this point and trump's fully on board with all of this telecom investment in 5g has been massive they are planning full impl implementation on the ground and in space in the next couple of years i'm, I'm sorry i already read that if you would like to watch an in-depth presentation on the risks and hazards of 5g then please view the following presentation it's arthur 
Furstenberg, and he discusses the history, science, and description of 5G, including the 5G from satellites in space and expected to, that is expected to affect all living things. And there's a link to that. And then there's a whole bunch more links. Uh, you may wish to review some of my previous articles about the risks of 5G and other forms of radio frequency exposure. You know, and then here, I, uh, one of the companies I've kind of dealt with in the past, ElectraHealth, has a low, they just came out with this, a low emission router. 99% or greater reduction in the um, EMFs coming from the Wi-Fi with this router. Now, I don't, I don't have any experience with it. I haven't used one. I haven't got any feedback about one. But it might be something you want to check into. There's a link to it here. And that's a way you could expose your, lower your Wi-Fi. I don't hardly have my Wi-Fi on at all. I've got like my computer and Taylor's computer and everything. It's all Ethernet hardwired. That's the best way to go. But this 5G stuff, they're trying to, to just make it more and more impossible for you to get away from this stuff with the smart meters on the outsides of the houses and the 5G small cells and now with the satellites, I don't know 100% how you're going to block yourself anymore. You're going to have to literally, I mean, uh, bed canopy, but again, these are different waves. I'm not, uh, I, I hope the canopy was be, would be as effective in that regard. I don't know. If you're on the second story, you'd have to have the, the mesh underneath your, your canopy and um, on the canopy itself. And then you would have to test from inside what the radiation is. And you have to get like an EMF meter. I, I, I wish life wasn't so complicated. I really do. I, but I'm trying to give you the best advice I know of if you want to make some proactive steps beyond our, already the things that I've already mentioned. So that's um, I'm way over time on, on this study. That's all I have for today. And God bless you. And uh, just do as the Lord leads you regarding praying and fasting about these issues and, and educating others. And I will be posting those prayer points uh, in the header for the audio that I will be releasing with this study. So God bless you, and we will see you, Lord willing, next time.